Hello, everyone, and welcome to another weekly devotion with Welland BIC Church. My name is Andrew. I have the wonderful privilege of being one of the pastors on staff. We're so glad you joined us. If you're watching for a weekly Devo for the very first time, a very special welcome to you. Well, this is kind of part two. I wasn't really expecting uh, to do it this way, but I was just kind of praying and asking the Holy Spirit, what, what should I talk about today? What could I share as a Devo? And I thought I would kind of follow up if you haven't seen it from last week. Last week I talked about forgiveness and I really encourage you to check out that devotional if you haven't already. Uh, but it flows into this one, which I want to talk about more specifically, reconciliation. We have this beautiful story. It's only one chapter in the Bible. It's the book of Philemon. And Philemon is just a, a wonderful book it's it's got some really great characters in it and so I'm actually going to read through the chapter I may pause at different times so if you're in your Bible it's kind of if you look at this one it's closer to the end of your Bible it's in the New Testament uh, or if you have a phone app probably pretty easy to, to look up as you can scroll through the the titles of the books but we're in Philemon and I'm going to start up verse 1 and read through this it says Paul a prisoner of Christ and Timothy, our brother, to Philemon, a dear friend and fellow worker, to Aphir, sister, to Archippus, our fellow soldier, and to the church that meets in your home. Ah, interesting, to the church that meets in your home. We're having some online home services, aren't we? Anyway, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Thanksgiving and prayer. I always thank my God as I remember you in my prayers, because I hear about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints. I pray that you may be active in sharing your faith, so that you will have a full understanding of every good thing we have in Christ. Your love has given me great joy and encouragement because you, brother, have refreshed the hearts of the saints. Now Paul gives this plea for Onesimus, and Onesimus is uh, this slave. Now the slave in this sense isn't quite maybe the drastic slave picture we have from movies or we think in biblical times of, uh, especially with the Egyptian slaves and things like that. It's, it's not that bad by any means. Um, it's more like a, a hired worker, uh, an employee that's on contract essentially and, and most likely a lifetime contract. Um, so it's it's not uh, all doom and gloom, but they still re refer to them as a, a slave here. So Paul's plea for Onesimus is this. Verse 8, he says, Therefore, although in Christ, I could be bold and order you to do what you ought to do. Ooh, that's kind of strong. He says, Yet I appeal to you on the basis of love. I then, as Paul, an old man now, also a prisoner of Jesus Christ, so Paul is writing this from most likely a prison in Rome. He says, who became, I appeal to you for my son, Onesimus. Now this isn't actually Paul's son. Onesimus is the slave of Philemon. And uh, Onesimus has run away for whatever reason. Um, we don't know, perhaps. Some people suggest he maybe have stolen from Philemon or what. We don't know. Maybe there was just an argument. Uh, but that's why I mean they weren't your... <clears throat> excuse me, typical slave in the sense that they had quite a bit of freedom and Onesimus was, was able to essentially run away or, or took off, essentially. 
So what happens in this story is, is Paul meets up with Onesimus and Paul actually has the great privilege of leading Onesimus to the Lord, to a relationship with the Lord, and begins to disciple him and therefore calls him his son because they develop such a great relationship through this, delight, through this discipling relationship. So he says, I appeal to you for my son Onesimus, who became my son while I was in chains. Formerly he was useless to you, but now he has become useful both to you and me. And the name Onesimus literally means useful. The translation for it is useful. So that's pretty cool as well. He says, I am sending him who is my very heart back to you. So essentially what Paul is doing here is he's saying, Onesimus, there's some unfinished business. Uh, you and your previous owner, slave owner, are not reconciled. You ran away from him for whatever reason. We don't get that detail in, in this book, uh, but we get some real great applications here and some characteristics and some characters in this story, uh, specifically Paul, Onesimus, and Philemon. He says, so I am sending him back to you. I would like to have kept him or keep him with me so that we could take your place in helping me while I am in chains for the gospel. But I did not want to do anything without your consent, so that any favor you do will be spontaneous and not forced. Perhaps the reason he was separated for you for a little while was that you might have him back for good, no longer as a slave, but better than a slave, as a dear brother. He is very dear to me, but even dear to you both as a man and as a brother in the Lord. So if you consider me a partner, welcome him as you would welcome me. If he has done you any wrong or owes you anything, charge it to me. I, Paul, am writing this with my own hand. I will pay it back, not to mention that you owe me your very self. I do wish, brother, that I may have some benefit from you in the Lord. Refresh my heart in Christ. Confident of your obedience, I write to you, knowing that you, will do even, that you will do even more than I ask. And one more thing, prepare a guest room for me, because I hope to be restored to you in answer to your own prayers. Now this is just, uh, like I said, this is a, a wonderful story. It's very interesting to observe Paul and Paul's language here. And Paul's encouragements uh, in, in towards Philemon in terms of this owner-slave type situation. And so Paul is going to the extent of restoring this relationship or the hopeful restoration of this relationship in terms of saying to Onesimus, one, you need to go back and, and you need to repent and do your part. But on the other part, Philemon, you need to restore this brother and you need to forgive him. Not only just forgive him and take him back as a slave, but to call him one of your own brothers. To love on him and to treat him as an equal. That's why the gospel is so amazing. That's why the gospel is so great. Because it doesn't just leave us in kind of regular behavior. It asks us to go a little bit further. It asks us to kind of go the extra mile, so to speak. And this is just a beautiful picture of full, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> of a full restoration uh, example in scripture. So last week I talked about how we have to forgive one another. If we don't forgive, uh, God says he won't forgive us. Jesus says, I can't forgive you. Um, 
and sometimes we can forgive people who won't recognize um, that in return. Essentially, they, they don't forgive us even though we've forgiven them or have asked for forgiveness. And that's on the other person. But here we see this great example. If you want to take, uh, if you want to move from forgiveness to reconciliation, to restoration, then you're going to have to have a fully restored relationship. And we see that in this scripture. We see this as Paul's hope and prayer in this situation. And it's just a wonderful story. A very short story, uh, one chapter, the book of Philemon, great book. Encourage you to maybe do some extra study on your own. If anyone needs anything, please don't hesitate to call me or send me a message. I hope you're all doing well and staying safe. Hope you've enjoyed this weekly Devo time. God bless and we'll be in touch. Bye-bye.